0: You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network.
1: We were trying to get together to play some Hot Pursuit. Mm. Yeah, I guess I'm that going. It's a sex game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Who gets to be Pursuit? Huh? Well, me, if well, I'm like, you gotta trade off. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta take turns. <laughs> Joe, how have you been since uh, we saw you last? I'm doing great, man.
1: Yeah. Doing good. Living the life, eating my gummy bears. <laughs> well, I can't complain.
0: I'm so used to seeing you every week. I've literally seen you like every week for the last seven years. And then uh, we couldn't go one week without me. Joe. Now here you we again.
1: You we went one week. <laughs> It's okay, I missed you too, you can say it. No, you were so, you were sorely
0: missed uh, last week's episode, although Jay and Jason were able to kind of uh, lift, what do they say, yeah. a high, uh, high tide lifts all boats. I,
1: I love him, man.
0: I oh, love yeah, him. I'm glad, I'm
1: glad that you got him back on here.
0: He's yeah. good people, and yeah, uh, helped come up with uh, this week's uh, topic as well. You and, you and Jay yeah. kind of own this one. I'm going to say out right now, uh, I may not have a, as much to contribute this week as I usually do. Uh, because uh, I I probably don't have as much experience with microtransactions as I guess the three of you did because you all kind of jumped at this uh, topic we were talking about. I mean, you might not
1: have much experience with it, but I think that we can all like. I think we, yeah, can, we all can all have an of. opinion on oh, yeah. spending right. money for getting nothing. Right. <laughs> I think that's the, that is the yes. universal thing.
0: Well, but nothing. Yes. I mean, like you know, you could say that about a movie. Like you pay money to go see a movie, and then you're not coming out with anything. You didn't. There's nothing tangible. But it's the experience, right?
1: Could you imagine starting grade school and like if one of your friends asked you to come over and play and you had to go talk to your parents and be like, hey, mom, uh, I made a new friend at school. He wants me to come over and play. And she's like, well, all right, but that's going to cost us 12 bucks a month. Like what? What? (laughs) To go and play with my friends? Are you kidding me? And that's I mean, that was the thing that Jay and I were, were coming down on was like, I get it with like Xbox live and PlayStation plus or PS plus, whatever they call it. Like you, you get some other things like you get access to certain libraries of games and you get some free games that you can play as long as you stay in good standing. But like just to get online and play games with people, to charge that much to make that a thing that you have to pay for that's yeah. criminal like that's really well, ridiculous but
0: it's uh who are we it's the eye of the beholder uh who decides consumer. what is valuable that's who we are. Just, well yes and consumers uh, have decided that uh they get some value out of that but uh, and, you know that's that's part the of the consumer. reason like i
2: said that's why i stick with with the pc cuz it's always been free and it's I, I, I know microsoft has tried to bring xbox live to the pc and it failed spectacularly because pc players are like fuck no <laughs> we're not paying for playing online
0: you're lucky if uh, you can get them to actually buy the game in the first place much yeah, less, yeah. much less to, like right. download it from uh pirate bay or something
1: well i think man pc users you're still paying one way or another like to have mm-hmm. to keep upgrading your system yes so they're someone's getting their money out of you paying that microsoft eh, tax it's true. It's, it's true the microsoft tax <laughs> that's what it is you pay homage <laughs> it's
2: definitely it's definitely less now though than it was back in like the 90s you know the with pc upgrades like you know i think i I think we even said this on one of the earlier episodes my pc that i have right now other than the video card that i bought last january um my pc is like seven years old yeah and so it it hasn't had to have that many upgrades and the the last time i
1: upgraded the video card was 2015 before this Mm. so Tomorrow. So I just looked up the price of uh, video cards. Just looked up how much is a brand new video card. Oh on yeah, <laughs> depends on the video uh, card. A CDW uh, eight RTX eight thousand costs almost six thousand dollars. <laughs> yes, more than the <laughs> actual computer. A Radeon RTX. RX five seventy DirectX uh, four hundred and forty dollars. You know what that is though? The that one that's like six thousand dollars. That's like uh, professional level for.
2: 3D graphics and 3D modeling, mm-hmm. things like that. That's not necessarily something. I mean, people do buy them for games because they're insane, but. It's not necessarily just for a game Yeah, play. Mostly like VR porn,
0: porn right? Yeah. I'm hearing you. Yeah. I hear you. My, yeah, there you go. There you go. VR <laughs> porn. Yeah. Let's right, let's do this. Let's talk about uh, games we're playing because, Jay, this is something we missed on last week's episode because uh, mm-hmm. we were so into our reboot topic. If you haven't listened to that episode, download our uh, episode on reboots where we talked about all franchises that uh, have come and gone and come back better sometimes, some of them, others uh, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just... Occurred naturally at the end of that episode um, When we were talking about what the the next topic could be And you and Jason both uh, Talked about microtransactions microtransactions, As something uh, you had a passion for Or against, uh, as it were (laughs) And uh, that's why we've got Joe here Decided he's got some opinions And uh, special guest Mark Zamore, First time on the podcast uh, Who also uh, Had some opinions about microtransactions Isn't that right, Mark? I do, yeah, both good, bad All all flavors of opinions on on microtransactions, yeah. Well, before we get into that, Mark, uh, since it's your first time here, uh, I want to introduce you a little bit to the audience, but also uh, tell us kind of like your gaming history. Uh, We know that you're uh, a good decade, I mean, while Joe is harnessing his chi, you can tell us uh, when you first started playing games and maybe a little bit of your your console history.
3: Sure, yeah. Well, um, I mean, I've played games all my life. Um, Earliest memories are playing Sonic the Hedgehog on the Genesis. Yeah. Um, I must have been like three or four <laughs> <about> um, nice. <laughs> and playing games my entire life is what's weird is I played a lot of like board games converted to video games so maybe there's a, a running theme there but like Clue yeah. and Monopoly is that what you mean Monopoly um, Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but then moved on to things like the Ninja Turtles games and and stuff like that and I've just been a gamer all my life I even went to college to study game design Oh, really? um, so that's kind of like a hobby of mine. Nice wow. game design. And yeah, I've just been a gamer all my life. It's such a big part of what I do. What uh, did you remain a Sonic fan? Oh, yeah. I mean, there, it's definitely had its dark times. Yes. Like after Shadow the Hedgehog with uh-huh. the GameCube era. But uh, I mean, still a Sonic fan. Went to go see the movie opening day. What did you think? I liked it honestly. Yeah, I mean, hell yes, we it did a whole a
0: good time. We did a whole episode on it. Liz Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog episode. Yes, and in sir. fact, that mm-hmm. franchise came up in our reboot episode last week as well. Funny, yeah. as uh, <laughs> one who is uh, yes, had the misfortune of having an unsuccessful reboot. uh yeah. what, what what consoles do you own now? I know uh, you were the first person to expose me to the Wii U. I know that sounds dirty, but uh, you you lived with me for a little while. You and your girlfriend for a good That's six right. months there. And uh, yeah. I still I, I was kind of out of gaming at the time. But uh, watching you guys play Mario Kart uh, mm-hmm. spurred my interest again. And uh, was it, I think it was like a couple of weeks after you moved out. I was like, oh, man, I, I miss Mark, but I also miss Mario Kart. So I <laughs> oh, picked yeah, myself up with right. Wii U. And, Which one uh, did
3: you miss more? Uh,
1: you know,
0: <laughs> they're like your children, Joe. You can't uh, judge them. I <laughs> love them both the twice. same.
2: Yeah. There were dozens of us Wii U owners dozens literal
3: dozens <laughs> i know it's crazy to think about that just because um nowadays i'm playing mostly on the switch i am i got mm-hmm. a switch back in march to play animal crossing which <laughs> i still am playing um but i so all my gaming lately has been on the switch i'm like a full convert um, nice. on that religion um mm-hmm. Which was so crazy so. because for a while I thought I was going to skip it. And I'm a big Nintendo fanboy, but then they announced Animal Crossing and I couldn't resist. <laughs> That's what, not um, Zelda, not Mario, but Animal Crossing. Right. Right. <laughs> well, you know, the Zelda came out on the Wii U, so I had it there. And, true. I mean, Mario, I played all of them, so it was like, oh, I don't know. It looks like more of the same um but animal crossing was the one that tipped me, me over your words carefully <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm quiet. i know I, I i saw the kind of stillness and I was like um well, thanks was for being on my... mark
0: this will be the last time you're on the podcast you can bash <laughs> you? oh man and that it's podcast is the 16-bit gladiators there's my segue to announce the name of the podcast you're listening to the 16-bit gladiators here on the next wave radio network i'm your so I co-host Joel. You're, you're player one. Uh, player one, Joel. Player two is Jay, who you see here uh, Head- almost every week. And we'll, and almost every other week, uh, Joe is... Uh, I got my quarter up on the on the, on the the display right there. That's right. Old arcades. Nice. Keep an eye on it. You don't want people to steal it when you're not looking. It that happened to me. Did, it mm-hmm. Always did. You learn quickly. Uh, <laughs> and as we mentioned earlier, joining us for the first time is Mark Zamora, uh, Switch converts, Animal Crossing lover. And uh, video game extraordinaire, <laughs> all right. So, you're wow. so nice. so you're wow.
3: so you're playing uh, you're playing some Animal Crossing. Anything else? Uh... yeah. Um, lately I've just been trying to get into titles that I've missed out on, which is weird because I bought games for my Switch before I bought a Switch. So, um, the Toe Jam and Earl reboot, I bought that. <laughs> Guys, that's so good, awesome. it's so fun. Um, but lately I've been playing Civ 6 on the Switch, mm, excellent and game. um civilization six for Uh, those not in the know thank you i did my doggy tilt i know (laughs) (laughs) didn't want to call you out by name but um yeah (laughs) and that game is addicting so i've been playing a lot of civ six it's a turn-based strategy game it's basically like a board game which is why i was saying earlier i think the video games as board games has been a running theme in my life um and it's a lot of fun and it's super addicting i hear you i agree
0: uh, all right. Well, before we get into the topic, we're back into the topic. I should say. Uh, anybody else? Joe, Jay, you guys playing any new games since we've talked last?
2: Uh, no, not really anything <laughs> new. I, I mean, other than just started. Like I said, I started last week. Did uh, got into Cyberpunk, and I've put a few more hours into that since then. But nice. other than that, not uh, not anything new.
1: Joe, what about yourself? I just, uh, I, I mean, I know I mentioned this on an earlier episode. Uh, I have a PS5 and I'm trying to find some stuff to uh, to play on it. Um, my in-laws got me that new Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Like the the game has like four titles, um, <laughs> and unlike the last game they got me, the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. that I didn't play for a year, <laughs> uh, I decided to kind of dive into this one quickly, and. It's good. The thing is, I'm not a big PvP multiplayer guy on shooters. Can't stand it. I can't stand the community and like the uh, the kind of personalities that are drawn to that kind of thing. Uh, I'm not much of a dude bro kind of gamer. But uh, since like Call of Duty Three, I've been really into the stories that they put together. Hmm. And when they started breaking out of like the World War II era stuff, I found like what they've been doing really interesting. This is a it's a good game. Uh, it's not worth a full price buy. Um, if you're buying it just for single player, though, because the mm. single player campaign is it's short. Um, you're done with it in about eight hours. But, I mean, the way I play games, because I'm a father and a husband, I kind of have to do things in small chunks. Uh, so it it lasted me a pretty good while, but the, uh, the story is outstanding. Uh, if maybe a little derivative of Bioshock, Um, but it makes sense, but they, they do something in this game and I'm sorry, I'm not going to dwell on this for too long, but, um, there are collectibles like in most call of duty games, your single player levels, there are collectibles that you can get and it helps you like pop achievements and stuff in this one, the collectibles you get are all clues that like you use to piece together puzzles. And if you could figure them out, you unlock extra levels in the game. And it was like really revolutionary, I think, especially for this title Hmm. to be doing something like that. And it kind of kept drawing me back in. Like there was a part of me that wanted to figure it out and get that done. So I did that and finished the game, got both the like the bad ending and the good ending uh, and kind of have done everything that I think I need to do with it. And I don't regret it. I just think that it's one of those games that you can definitely wait on. Uh, But but it is fun. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to dive into that new uh, Resident Evil Village uh, demo. Oh, that the they demo. Ah, oh, that looks so good. I saw a little of
0: that gameplay. It it looks amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to reserve judgment because, uh, man, maybe I'm just spoiled because I've been playing a lot of Naughty Dog this year. But, uh, I ju- will spoil I, you. And I know... I know that the Resident Evil games are known for their campiness, right? They're mm-hmm. they're not
3: meant
1: to be, like, you know, real cinema. Um, well, 7 kind of changed those things around. That yeah, is true. I was going to
3: say, the, the reboots are kind of changing that narrative. They're trying to make them more authentic horror versus... They got really campy by 6. I mean, golly. Oh, God, yeah.
0: <laughs> so maybe they're yeah. trying to get back into that with, with 8 then, because uh, just the little bits that I saw... Uh, felt a little melodramatic. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for it to grab me. Graphically, it looks great, but uh, I ain't gonna be getting a PS5 or any next gen console for probably there, a couple of years.
1: There is an element of theatricality that Capcom puts into these games. Yeah, that's it's almost like Hideo Kojima with his yes. Metal Gear titles, where there's there's something so Hideo Kojima yeah, about like feels very Japanese. Two hour <laughs> cutscene after playing for ten minutes, and then a two hour cutscene like. Someone has a very specific voice and a style of telling a story, yeah. and you can't quite escape that. And Capcom's kind of the same with Resident Evil. There's just some things you cannot escape, no. and that campiness is definitely part of the DNA.
0: Well, no. I, I, uh, those people should be making movies, I mean, not video games. Then,
1: in my opinion, but I'll, they, I'll, they have.
0: I'll save the hot takes. Oh yes, to varying degrees of
1: success. Oh, oh no, but they've they've also made like the the CG animated um, Resident Evil movies. Oh, as that's well. right. And, yeah, yeah. And it, it works for those, for the most part. Yeah, and
3: they're rebooting the Resident Evil movies too. They're making new ones. So yeah, yeah I saw that. Who's gonna? It, oh yeah, it's not. Uh,
0: what's her name? Who <clears throat> made a career doing Mila all Mila Jovovich? Yeah, yeah, it's not her, right? They're finally No, it's not her, her or her
3: husband. Yeah, they're they're retiring. That story, and it's, now she's uh... ruining Monster Hunter. So <laughs> right, <laughs> another yeah. Camp Cop franchise. That's yeah. right. That's all right.
0: Um, so I before we move on, I did play a new game. Uh, that I'm I'm a little late to the game on this one, because this one came out almost 15 years ago uh, oh. for the Xbox 360, I believe, and maybe even PS3 at the time. Uh, talking about Portal uh, from Valve. The original Portal, that's right. Joe's in disbelief that I've never played that game, but true, I've never wow. played Portal. I okay. bought it.
1: One of the best. One of okay. the
2: best <laughs> accidental <laughs> games of all time. I am in shock... <laughs> Like, well and truly shook. That I never played
0: it? That you have never
2: played Portal before. Well,
0: this is that dark period that I was telling you about when I lived with Mark for a while, where uh, i had kind of given up. The last, I I had a GameCube, I guess, in early 2000s, and that's the one, not because it's a shitty system, uh, although I I can't think of any great games uh, Metroid Prime Mario
1: Sunshine Metroid Prime like I said I can't Wind think Waker. of any great games <laughs> <laughs> that were <laughs> released
0: only on GameCube uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm,
3: Wind Waker I, uh, yeah. um, um, Animal or. Crossing <laughs> okay <laughs> alright <laughs> I forgot who I was
0: talking to for a while yeah but um but yeah for the, I think just kind of life got in the way and I and I got off of video Smash games for a while Smash, well again I'm not in it damn was that GameCube that was wasn't it alright I take it back I take it all back but um For some reason, at that point in my life, I was getting off of it, and uh, it wasn't until, I guess, the Wii and the Wii U, which I guess was the next system five years later, but I kind of missed out on the PS3, Xbox 360 era, era. and it wasn't until, you know, the next gen. I I basically did what I did last time, where I just picked up a PS4, I just picked up an Xbox One, now that they're out of style, and I did the same thing with the 360 when that was going uh, the way of the Dodo. And uh, picked up Portal and picked up all the games that people have been talking about for the previous five years. Street Fighter 4, I guess, at the time. And nice. uh, just never got around to it, man. Seemed, I remember it took me a while to get used to the... Like, when you're coming from, you know, 16-bit, you know, direct D-pad with four buttons and a couple of triggers. All of a sudden, there's two analog sticks now, and there's just way too many buttons. It It was really... <laughs> It was yeah. really intimidating. No, if if, Grandpa. if you're not
2: one. <laughs> no, I hundred percent agree with you on that. That that's something you know. I hear people talk about going from like Xbox to PS to Nintendo, and because each one of them has the different controls yeah. on them, and they're all they're always like, oh, it's so hard to to get used to changing over. It's like, man, we did this all the way up and basically until the Xbox when it, when everything's finally got solidified where it was going to be for the next 25 years. Yeah,
0: yeah. But if you get uh, off yeah. that train, uh, it's hard to get mm-hmm. back on and just the dual analog stick uh, took me a little while to get used to but uh, now that I'm now that I'm proficient, uh, decided to pick up Portal. Uh, my niece had been sending Jenna videos of uh, Gladys from Portal like just <sighs> oh, fucking God. dissing because you, you know the insults, she's hilarious and uh, she's like what is this game and i'm like oh well, that's portal we should totally play that i've never played it so we did yes. we uh, and we beat it like within a couple of days and man it deserves it's all so of the good. credit it's gotten it's, it's it's so good great gameplay so groundbreaking and 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 funny fucking funny as hell yes and uh, yes. by the by the time you beat that last uh yeah that last boss uh, I felt like a boss, and,
1: uh, uh-huh. and really
0: felt like I accomplished something.
1: So you're starting Portal nice. Two now, right? I Absolutely, got
0: to start it. We jumped...
1: and it is co-op. Oh, yes,
0: right. I know. Well, so maybe we'll be talking about that next week. Spoiler alert for next week's topic. But before we get into that, we should talk about what we're talking about this week, which is microtransactions. So uh, before we get into it, who who can succinctly explain to us
3: what micro microtransactions are? Mark, so, take it away. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, the best way to describe it is you know, we used to get expansion packs back in the PC era. Now, take one tiny little part of that expansion pack and sell that for a dollar on its own. So, mm-hmm. let's say like a couple new guns. <laughs> That's a microtransaction. So, yes. there used to be expansions, and they're like, how can you sell expansions but smaller? So they started doing smaller little packs yeah. So, so they can make,
2: like, more, make more off of them. Yeah, so that people don't notice <laughs> right, it, yeah.
0: how much money they're spending. It's like uh, I was hey, explaining to Jenna. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go to the fair and uh, you're not spending actual money, you're buying coupons. And right. right. Mm-hmm. This takes five coupons. This takes ten coupons. And you're
3: like, it's not real money. It's just fucking coupons.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. When you know, they
3: like, do an in-game currency that you buy and then you buy mm-hmm. the microtransactions with that currency, mm-hmm. that's where it gets... Very state fairy. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it is, used to be. Yes. It
1: used to be something that you would see more on like mobile games, mobile right. devices, you know, stuff on your phone. Candy Crush, and it, it it migrated quickly to the consoles, the home consoles, and it's frustrating because it kind of dives into a couple of things that frustrate me about modern games. It, it used to be back in the day when you bought a game like this was the finished game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I'm almost like the CD you get, that physical CD you get, is just the product key. Yep, and everything like the moment you get a game you're downloading for like five hours yes you know yep. this update this huge update uh when i got a uh, call of duty and put it in i had to wait like another two hours for it to download everything and i was like are you kidding me it's not already on the medium yeah. um
0: well cyberpunk too jay you were talking yeah, about I, earlier it's a prime no, example cyber- i i had to i had to plan ahead for when i wanted to play it 24 hours knowing that it's like a <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how big that.
1: But who can play 1.0 uh, of Cyberpunk? Like it's unplayable. Yeah. No, All it's right. it's terrible. But uh, so it used to be, you'd had to put out a game if a game couldn't be released if it wasn't finished, and if it was released when it wasn't finished, it was it was panned. And now developers have gotten around that by putting out a game that's unfinished, but patching it forever, patching it, and now. Not only are they giving you an unfinished game, they're making you pay for the patches for, <laughs> mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. They're making yep. you pay for this extra stuff. You've already paid 70 in some cases $70 mm-hmm. for a game. And then you've got to pay like another what a season pass. Buy the season pass that comes with this game for an extra 20, 25 bucks, $30, and you yeah, get another an season stuff. pass too. Exactly. Yeah, now they're doing it in phases mm-hmm. and it's cool like There are some games I don't mind if it's a game that's continually supported Mm -hmm. and like they're adding new characters, new mechanics. That's all right. I think I don't mind paying like five bucks for a pack of like new characters for Smash Brothers or something because they're continually developing it, they're supporting it. But like, you know, like I keep bringing it up, but it's the easiest example Call of Duty that game's done like that game is finished. Maybe you're going to release some new guns or something. And to mm-hmm. me that just doesn't justify paying that kind of price. Uh you're gouging an audience that you're already bleeding dry. But it's not and
0: like I mean like yes, I'm going to play devil's advocate because yes, the, the, like you said, that game is that, that game is done. You're not forced to Make these payments to finish no, the game not, as it you're is. You're not
2: forced to like you're not forced to by the game itself. You're more forced to by the community yeah. in some cases, especially games like like Fortnite,
0: yeah. where yeah.
2: It, it's a whole lot of kids that are playing it, and the kids that go to school. It's kind of like back in you know back in our day going to school. You weren't cool if you didn't have the Nikes, you yeah. know, oh,
3: yeah. to the Air Jordans, you know, yeah. the expensive shoes. Ourselves, <laughs> right. <laughs> no but that's um, absolutely true and you guys were talking okay. about it earlier um you know buying games for your kids and then there being more to it i mean these kids are oh you don't have this dance from Fortnite, like you're not cool so it I is know. like
0: the new nikes you know but yep. there's always going to be something in life i mean in our generation it was a little uh, wrist straps you remember those things you mm-hmm. would buy snap them on your wrist slap, slap what were they called <laughs> Slap bracelets. slap bracelets, slap yeah, bracelets. there you go yeah. Uh, or pencils for some reason, like uh, man, I sound old, but like pencil break. yeah, yeah. You remember having uh, pencil wars? You try to That's break lame. each other's pencils. There you go. Um, so th- those are a little more tangible. We didn't have them. Mark is laughing that anybody ever did this. I don't blame you. But if I were a gamer, you know, if I were a kid now, it would be the same thing, and I'd still be asking my mom for two dollars to get the here's, new. Skin. I guess
1: here's the thing about like using using Fortnite as an example I think is is weird because I'm I'm likely to show a little more leniency for a free game. Yes. If I'm getting a free game and I can get the basic experience out of it without paying for stuff, I'm okay with it. Like the, like Joel said, you're choosing to pay money to get like better equipment. And it's the same thing for Call of Duty as well. You're you're choosing to do it. And and ultimately no one's putting a gun to your head and saying you have to buy this. Yeah. But what I do have a problem with is with a game like Call of Duty. Like I said, paying seventy dollars, you should get this like continual support after that. Like to 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 keep to keep bleeding people after they've paid that much money for a game. I think is borderline criminal. So then, what
0: is a fair price? Would you buy a game for forty dollars, fifty dollars? No, no. I'm saying, but if you had to, if you just had to buy the base knowing that there were going to be some additions that you don't need, but you had the option to, what would, what would be a fair price for you?
1: I think, I don't think a video game needs to cost more than $40, honestly. All right. Yeah. Uh, like if I'm, if I'm going to be honest, the, uh, anything over $40 is just, I mean, it's a computer program, man. It's and it, And the thing is, I think the perfect way to describe it or, or to illustrate it is not how much I'm going to pay for the game, mm-hmm how much is GameStop going to pay me to get it back? Yeah. <laughs> and then how much, how much are they turning around and paying it for? That's good for The yeah. consumer's getting screwed every which way, and and nobody is, like, there's no protection in place. So I'm thinking, like, I'm willing to let you take advantage of me for $40 as a consumer. I'm okay with $40. i am comfortable with $40 that I've paid that much for a game, and then I'm going to trade it back in, and you're going to give me $5 to $10 for it. I'm okay with that, and but, turn around and sell it for thirty-five, yeah, and then turn around <laughs> up for thirty-five. Exactly. Uh, anything more than that, I think is ridiculous. Now, that being said, if I'm paying seventy and getting continual support after that, like I'm okay. I'm not, and I think honestly, to have a different price point for a video game that's on multi-platforms, mm-hmm. like Call of Duty, is seventy dollars for the PS Five, but like it's fifty for the PS Four. Why? Yeah it's the same yeah, cool. game like there's no more the software itself isn't doing more work for a higher end piece of yeah. equipment it's right. still playing the same game just upresed. yep i don't think that's worth that kind of a, a hike in price yeah that seems yeah uh... and, and, and yeah and
2: they would they would probably try to make the argument you know well it takes higher resolution graphics to be on the ps5 because the ps5 runs at higher resolution okay all that went into the development for the game. Yes, build as built into the development that's cost. still been yeah that's still been released on all of these other platforms. So that cost is included in all these other system, yes. all these other games.
1: I think a perfect example of this is, and you mentioned it before, Joel. Um, Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. You buy, I bought the the PS4 because they didn't release a version for PS5. I bought the PS4 version, and it says on the package, compatible, like compatible for PS5. It it upreses it for the PS5. And you know yeah. what? It looks gorgeous. Yeah. It, looks, it looks fine. It plays great. I paid for a PS4 game, and I'm playing it on the PS5. And that's kind of the consistency of a price point, I think. And that's, that's where, and I'm going to now tie it all back around, mm-hmm. that's where the idea of microtransactions in home console games, I think, is a really barbaric kind of practice um, and unconscionable Honestly, well, it does if kind of to, if do that. You have to lower the price point of your of your game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it, to be fair, it does prey on uh, a certain type of personality, like people who are into gambling. It, absolutely. It's yeah. this it's it's a legal form of gambling, much like the lottery mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, if, gambling or completionists.
2: Yeah. Uh, need to have
0: everything in a game and
2: have it
3: I feel sorry for completionists nowadays. I mean, oh, oh my god, they, awesome. is,
0: they do yeah. make it possible. Talking about Breath of the Wild, that uh, Korok seed challenge, where there's like mm-hmm. what 999, and so, then at the end of it, it, no, I and I will not do it. Um, not even because it, you basically are rewarded with
1: a piece of shit at the a end. Piece of, it. of shit, yeah.
3: But uh, <laughs> literally, by the way, spoiler. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: every time you bring up Breath of the Wild, I always bring up the Master Sword quest and yes, i did that i did that because i'm a completionist um it was ridiculously difficult and the what you get out of it though is outstanding to have a master sword that never weakens like whew, mm-hmm. that's handy but you beat the game without it you beat the game before you did it so true you experienced everything i didn't <laughs> i waited because i'm did a did you whole really oh yeah i waited oh, i wow. i unlocked the master sword uh, I the Master Sword trial. I did that, and then I beat the game.
0: Wow. Well, you can't be that bad of a gamer, though, if you went through all that.
1: It was tough, man. Yeah, it was.
0: It was... sounds like a beating, and I w- I will not do that uh, much in the same way. I will not collect all nine
3: hundred ninety nine Korok seeds um, just because it doesn't sound fun at a certain point. And I, and oh I, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean- it's an artificial way for the developers to extend the length of the game. You know, you talk a lot about what's the value I'm getting out of the game. And a lot of people measure their value and how much time can I put into it? Mm-hmm. That's why in a lot of reviews you see for campaigns, it's like, Oh, it's a six hour campaign. It's a 20 hour campaign. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Or this is going to take yeah. you uh, 50 hours to beat. So people measure their time as the value of the game. And so when developers do something like the Korok seeds, and I love breath of the wild, but that quest is specifically a, something to pad the time. Yeah. You know, though, I I, I have kind of a, a, a different
2: take on it. I think with that question in particular, it is not... I think the reward at the end is more of the wink and the nod, like, this is bullshit. You yeah. don't need all 900 of these things. Don't waste your time <laughs> gathering all of them. There was never things. going to be as satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not I mean, the destination,
0: the, it's the journey. Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, the most that you need if you want to get all of the weapon expansions and the storage expansions is like 450. Mm-hmm. So they just put a ton of them out there. So the the idea was you would just come across them while you're playing and you would get enough to, to upgrade everything. You don't have to go out and collect every one of them. That's a good point. But they knew that some people would. So they're like, well,
3: we'll just kind of tongue in cheek and, and give them a little piece of shit to go along <laughs> for,
2: for the reward.
3: I, I would agree, except for it tells you like, oh, if you get all of mine back, I'll give you something great. And it's like, oh, well, what could that be? And it, That's true. <laughs> you know, it doesn't warn you ahead of time. Like, I'm just kidding, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> have,
1: have any of you fallen into the microtransaction trap for any game? Did, was there a game that you liked so much that you were like, I'm willing to throw in on the microtransaction? And I'm not talking about like, let, let's exclude Smash Brothers from this. Oh, okay. Because- <laughs> that, I was, was going to say, say that, that
2: would be the only one. Special yeah, example.
1: I would say that I'm...
3: Pretty trapped as a modern gamer. I mean, there's lots of games that I play with transactions, mic- microtransactions. Um, first off, lately I just got into Fortnite myself because they have um the Mandalorian, what? And oh, Grogu, yeah, and they incorporated bounty hunting. So I was like, okay, that's like right up my alley. So <laughs> I want you have to get to level 100 to rescue Grogu. So I'm like, yes, I'm in, and I finally did it anyway. Um, but there's lots of microtransactions. <laughs> uh you have to buy the battle pass to get the mandalorian so i i was like you know what screw it i'm in star wars i'm in let's do it um another game is civ 6 i got into it because i love strategy games but now i'm learning there was an expansion pack there was Mm -hmm. another one and now they have a season pass so i'm like hmm i like this game a lot i think i'm gonna get it um also, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm in deep. Somebody help me. This is a call for help. Oh, my God.
0: Um, Mark, this is a, we actually had you on this episode because it's actually an
3: intervention. We're not even recording right I now. We just I wanted to, to look into the Google Meet. I'm, I'm feeling that. So. Um, Joel, you mentioned that uh, we used to play Mario Kart a lot. I love Mario
0: Kart. I was going to ask you about this because I remember seeing online you had posted about the mobile version of Mario Kart, right?
3: Uh-huh. A hundred percent. I am... I have the monthly pass for the Mario Kart on mobile because I love Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And that's $6, $6 or $7 out of my bank account every single month for the past year oh, and shit. three months. Um, oh. But I love it. I don't know. I, yeah. I love playing it. I get all the cool characters and I have a good time. And that, to me, when I was thinking, am I going to get this pass? Is I enjoy it to the point where I feel comfortable spending $7 a month. I play it that much. Well, there you go. There should be no shame if you yeah. get
0: value out of something, and it's giving something back to you, and uh, and you gotta pay the the, the, the troll, right? That's
1: right. <laughs> yeah. It's related to Mario Kart. I don't know if you guys saw, but if you go to Nintendo's website, you can make your own Mario Kart drivers' licenses. Oh God! Oh, yeah, I've right. not seen that yet. For the low, like, low price that. of. Uh... I mean, you print it. Um, no. but the. Uh, it reminds me of when I went to like Speed Zone and they mm-hmm. had like the Mario Kart display out there oh, and we yeah. got to get our own physical copies of our Mario Kart driver's licenses. And mine I left in my wallet. No. And it was on the dash in a hot summer day and the whole thing is now blank Oh no. so
0: <laughs> no. talking about arcade games uh jay you actually brought that up that the arcade games are kind of like the original microtransaction right
1: kind
2: of yeah kind of the, uh, the, the, the microtransaction.
0: and and i was yeah. definitely uh guilty of that I, I pumped more quarters into the teenage mutant ninja turtles arcade game uh than i had money at the time like it was yeah. it was my drug and uh, yep. yeah, you just needed to just want that whole one more quarter, one more quarter to get past another level. And the game progressively gets Im- impossible yeah, to a certain yes. point where like the more people yes. are playing, the farther along you get, there's no, the programmers have made it. So there's no way you can beat that game on one, you know, no level of skill. You just no. have the numbers are against you much, yeah, just, exactly. just like Vegas. And, uh, but yeah. I was, I was
3: willing to gamble my quarters away to play a uh, Ninja Turtles. No yeah place. and I would agree that our um mobile games were heavily inspired by that um mm-hmm. because a a big controversial microtransaction mm-hmm. was the charge like you start mm-hmm. off with five and every time you play you lose one, and then finally you're like, oh, you're out of charges, but you can buy more mm-hmm. and so, or wait twenty four hours right or you have to wait a whole day so you know that's yeah that's how they get so you that's how they yep. get you
1: you guys when you played the um going back to like the Ninja Turtles arcade that or like x men or the Simpsons, oh yes. Were you ever that kid, and this is such a random thought, were you ever that kid that you were playing the game and like you and a group of people, like a bunch of randos, you're playing it, you got to the end and your character died and you put a quarter in just in time for them to beat the last guy and the game was done? Have you ever been that guy?
0: (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) because the game isn't done. The game just starts you over at the first level. And so the way I saw it, I'm still getting, you know, five, ten more minutes of playtime in there. But uh, yeah, (laughs) I thought you were going to say, did you ever uh, like high five complete strangers? And uh, yes, that in fact did happen. That like yeah, that's that. where
3: I thought you were going with it too. Where that moment where you beat the game and you're like, I'm never going to see these people again. Yes.
0: <laughs> but I will hug your ass right now because we took down Shredder. Yeah. That's right.
1: You guys are like the hobbits at the end of Return of the King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting in the bar. It's <laughs>
0: Exactly. <sighs> All right, uh let's see what else. Oh, oh so we we're talking about Breath of the Wild. So where do we draw the line then? Because, you know, DLC is basically a microtransaction, right? A little pricier, yeah. generally around 15-20 yeah. bucks, but you're getting uh, new levels, new worlds, almost uh, other games uh mm-hmm. or addition to the game in some point. Does that qualify? Yeah, yeah. And it does
1: qualify. Yeah.
0: It does.
2: It, it I think it qualifies like I I kind of consider microtransactions as things that are like $5 unless less. Yeah. Hence the name. That's, that's the, yeah, that's the microtransaction. Whereas something that's like 20 bucks, unless the, what you get isn't like commiserate with what you're paying for it. Yeah. They're, like they're... if it's, you know, if it's like 10, 15 bucks and you get just a new skin for your character or whatever, No, no, thank you. I'm going to pass on that. There's definitely
0: a different psychology behind, you know, I'm going to pay $20 to play a brand new level in this game versus I'm going to pay $2 so that I can walk around naked in this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And and the thing is, with a lot of those, I'll compare this to um, Marvel's uh, Avengers on the PS4. Okay. Uh, I had heard from a lot of people before I bought it. They were like, man, that is microtransaction hell. There's just, there's no way. I'm not going to get that game. And I was still intrigued enough, so I picked it up. And the thing is, like, there's, the, the game is what the game is. And at no point do they make you pay to have more characters or anything like that. All the microtransactions are for skins and for, like, animations. And, you know, I think that's it. Like, nameplates. It's nothing that's going to make you, like... It's not going to give you an advantage in the game, and that's fine, as long as the, you know, it's, it's someone's choice to pay that money. The problem I have is, like, let's say I'm a huge Captain America fan, and the version of Captain America that I can play as in the game doesn't look like Captain America, but the only way I can get a costume that looks like Captain America is by buying it that's ridiculous. Like yeah, I, yeah. I think that's again, that's the, that is the negative stigma of the microtransaction where it's like, are you serious? You're going to make me pay for that, this basic thing. And that's, a, that's where the negativity comes from. Mm-hmm. What you're describing with breath of the wild. Yeah. DLC. It, 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 that is also transactions. That's post content transactions, stuff that should probably be in the final game, but it isn't. And the thing is, that's, for me it's kind of like what jay was saying like is it commensurate with like the price i'm paying is it worth it for me do i enjoy it like mark was saying about mario kart do i enjoy it this much that i'm going to do it and if the answer is yes then then there you go all you right. know it's well, it's it's a tough thing to put like for us to make a blanket judgment on all of them because it yeah. does depend on the game and well, it does depend more feeling of the game. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I think where it gets a little uh, gray area is... Um,
1: if if I like it, then... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, the gray area is when um, you're increasing your chances, where it does become a little gambling, where it's like, there's yeah. no way you can yeah. beat this level without this boss. Uh, so if you pay us $2, we'll give you the weapon to beat the level. To, Or you could just get good enough at the game and do it yourself.
1: I like to imagine like a little digital Tony Soprano who's like... I see you're having some problems taking down that enemy. <laughs> I can help you. I could take care of them for you. <laughs> <laughs> but games actually do that. Well, yeah. I, I see, see you're yeah. having
3: trouble on this puzzle. You can buy a hint for a dollar, and it's like, that's right.
1: I see you're trying to beat Ganon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and speaking of Breath of the Wild, um, Amiibo, are Amiibo microtransact- transactions Because if you have, you know, the opponent, Amiibo, I can now ride opponent around, or. Um, any of the amiibos, I think, uh, will uh, like drop treasure chests out of the mm-hmm. sky, right? And if you do it enough times, you can get weapons that you wouldn't have a chance of getting before. Some are exclusive, right? Like, is it Majora's Mask? You can only get through uh, having the the right amiibo, and that really doesn't help you uh, beat the game. No, but. the the
2: Majora's Mask you can get no. in the game, uh, the actual mask itself. Now, the the uh, fierce deity costume
0: that's what i'm thinking of is
2: part of yeah it's part of the um yeah the amiibos mm-hmm. and i think that's um, where, where
0: people start to come down where you start getting politicians involved because they're yeah. they're realizing it's yeah. the same type of mind games that it's, uh vegas casinos use to get people yeah. to keep pumping money in absolutely
1: you're not wrong, you're not wrong. <laughs> just an <laughs> asshole know, I'm, I'm saying like at least with the amiibos like i get this cool get like physical yeah. item that's like okay i kind of i kind of dig that like fair enough. It, like if you were to put out, I'm trying to think like the uh, the 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 eight bit Mario that they had put out where he's like, mm-hmm. I would I would have bought that anyway. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a bonus that like it I can put gameplay. that up and add something to yeah. the game. Yeah. and that's kind of where I am with amiibos. The only amiibos I own are like the ones that just like, man, I really dig that. I have a Detective yeah. Pikachu. I've got you know Samus. I have these characters that I really love, and I like to display. The bonus is they will add something to the game. So I don't know if I could put that in the same realm, yeah, but enough. you're not far off. Yeah.
3: Well, look where Amiibos came from. Skylanders, the Spyro yeah. game that had you buy the individual characters. You I mean, needed the toy to yeah. play that character right. in the game. I would say that's definitely a microtransaction. Yes. But Amiibos yes. definitely a softer version of that. Yeah.
1: Right. And then they, they followed that up with uh, Disney Infinity. Oh, oh exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm
0: for Dude. for one christmas a few years ago that's all my nephew and niece wanted we're just like yeah. you look at their amazon wish list it's nothing but not a wow. what do they call them
1: they they were disney infinity, the, the infinity characters. characters yeah i yeah. have i have all but five of them wow they're in the box in my garage i have all but five it's
0: wow. aptly named infinity because they'll keep producing them as long as people keep buying them
1: i mean i went so far that i found like the d23 wizard mickey that has oh nice the silver like shiny uh, moons and stars on his hat. Nice. Um, wow. I, I managed to to find the infinity gauntlet add on that. Like, cause there were little like discs that you could put the characters on top of and then put them on the reader. Uh, yeah, dude, I was, I was hardcore on Disney infinity and Mark's right. It was definite microtransaction. <laughs> like you could only play as those characters if you had, and there were characters like, I didn't give a crap about like cars Flash, Mc- or Lightning McQueen. Yeah, fuck that guy. I hate all those things. I can't stand <laughs> that. But I bought him. I got all of them. I got completionist. The, the transparent version of him. And yeah, it was... Yes, you're right. The completionist in me.
0: Jay, I wanted to ask you because uh, uh, in my research as far as uh, repeat offenders for microtransactions, Need for Speed came up. And I was like, ah, I know Jay's a big fan yeah. of that. Did you get caught? No, I, I haven't gotten caught up with that. But... Yet. EA is one of the ones that have that have gone
2: deep into microtransactions especially like the loot boxes that are yes more of the gambling mechanics the uh what what was it they argued in in
3: european court
2: it started with battlefront yeah that's where
3: everybody's attention got drawn to loot boxes with battlefront and that's what started all that legislation and the the whole gambling conversation yeah and they, they called it some, they tried to
2: argue it wasn't gambling, it was like fun mechanics or some bullshit <laughs> like that. And it's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Come on.
3: A lot of people, you know, you asked earlier, where does the line get drawn? And, and I was a big, like, I was praising Battlefront, I loved it. I think it wasn't as bad as everybody was saying, but where the, dro- the line gets drawn is, is this single player? Does this benefit me? just for fun or am i gonna am i paying to win yeah mm-hmm. and i and i think that's the big distinction so for something like battlefront honestly it was just you loot box the characters and you'll just it's, it was kind of more of that gotcha mechanic where you mm-hmm. but then they changed it to a progression system versus something like Fortnite, where it's all cosmetic and it doesn't give me any advantage of right. um, that being said there's been a skin scandal in Fortnite recently oh, no. where because of the new lighting system, they released a superhero costume that's all black, and people are hiding in corners, oh. winning the game because people can't find them. Oh my god! So when you're paying to win, that's when people get mad, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> How long before they removed that from the game? Because that has to be an unintended side effect. Like, I, I, they didn't develop that skin knowing people would do that.
3: The, it got removed from the store within a couple, like a day maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and they already said we're working on the lighting system. They're probably going to add like a glow to the skin. So oh, great. I mean, that's the cool thing about a games as a service is that when something impacts multiplayer, Mm -hmm. it gets patched right away. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: The only other one that I can think of that I spent money on, there was this um, when I was man, this is like Facebook from 2004 uh, (laughs) or 2005 ish. But it was like there was this Marvel game, uh, this Marvel superhero game on Facebook that I played all the time. I can't remember what it was called but I got so into it that like, and you were talking about charges, like you could only do fights a certain amount of times. Uh, and then you had to stop and wait 24 hours. And there were definitely a couple times where I was like, Oh, I'm so close to leveling up. And I'd, I'd throw like five bucks at the game. So that way I could play a couple more fights. And it's, it's weird because they know what they're doing. Of course. You know, you know that that stuff's going to add up because you're just doing a little at a time, but you're doing it a lot, man, it's, yeah, it, it, the right the right kind of personality and you, you were absolutely a hundred percent hitting it on the head that addictive gambling personality yeah. that's the person that's going to say like okay well one more one more, more. Okay, but one not more.
3: just that they design it so that when you buy it you get lots of confetti and sparkles mm. and sound effects yeah. that make you feel good they, it, it, this it, is a literal set. science that they're doing is yep. how do we feed on that so when you open a loot box, it doesn't just open like a treasure chest; it right. explodes, yeah, and yeah. there's a fanfare, <laughs> yep. and and it's you're celebrating. Sensor, one hundred percent. Yeah,
0: I, I, again, you yeah. walk through any casino in uh, Vegas, and uh, they know what they're doing, man. They get you in there with the characters and uh, movie tie-ins that you know. I, I I pumped a few quarters into that as well. All right, so mm-hmm. at, oh yeah. At absolutely. what point though? Do, do are we preying on people, and do we need to get politicians involved? Do we need to enact laws? or uh is that, a, is that a step too far?
2: Well, I think we already have we already have the laws that we have because we have gambling laws. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what needs to happen is not necessarily make more laws, just classify this for what it is. There you go. This is gambling. If if you have if you're spending money for a chance to get something, you're not buying something outright. Right. You have the chance. Yeah, you have a chance of getting something.
3: That's gambling. Mm-hmm. But what, so. the question I have is Because, you know, kids can't go to a casino and gamble, but they can Mm -hmm. buy Disney Sum Sum, pay some money, roll the little roulette and get Mickey Mouse, hopefully, if that's what they want. Mm Mm-hmm. And it says on the e s r b rating it's e for everyone, but there's some gambling mechanics, yeah. <laughs> so they're not age restricting them, so it's like it's babies for a slot machine
1: right well, because, right because they put that warning on the label yep. and you're not yeah. actually you're not actually winning real money uh yeah there there's but but Jay's right, they need to work on classifying that um because you can't say you can't do it right because then I mean, what does that do that tears down the capitalist uh base of of what this nation's built on right mm-hmm. and you you can't get politicians involved in something like that yeah. you know this can't be, even though it will be someday um <laughs> oh, but well you, already has yeah you're attacking <laughs> you're attacking the american way of life and who wants to do that that's but right you know you can recategorize it and i think that's what definitely needs to be done yes yeah. um i i don't think you need a lot of cooks in the kitchen on this you just need the right ones the yeah. True patriots
0: yeah. pay for microtransactions. That's what I'm hearing from you. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the American way. All right. Well, uh, we're not going to solve oh, the uh, okay. issue today, but uh, and as long as Mark is continuing to pay for Mario Kart Mobile, uh, <laughs> you're, you're just going to be part
3: of the problem, buddy. Uh, so. Oh, uh, I know. What's interesting is that a lot of people take that. What about the children mentality with mm-hmm. these these gacha games? Because there's a there's a lot of genre bending right now, where it's like first person shooters have gotcha mechanics like overwatch mm-hmm. you can roll a loot box and hopefully get the skin you want even yeah. driving games have loot box asphalt nine you roll a loot box hopefully you get the maserati that you want yep. mm-hmm. and there's this game called genshin impact i'm it's basically breath of the wild mm-hmm. but oh yeah y- you roll for the hero you play as and everybody wants the best heroes yeah. so it's like i read an article it's like think of the children what of the children and it's like you're right where do where do you draw the line and what do you do and do we do we let the government parent our children or do we parent our children?
1: Right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, like, obviously we have to parent our children, but it sure would be nice if the government was there kind of helping make it a little bit easier. <laughs> they weren't They weren't making it tougher on us. Yeah. <laughs> well, and
2: part of that goes into the parents you have parents that you know they're, they they raise their kids by you know sit them down by the tv yeah or Joe. down to play a game or something like that they're not actually you know they're <laughs> not actually that. involved in the in their in moana is raising harbour
0: not you
1: mommy and daddy gotta work moana is gonna raise right right
2: but they they kind of they kind of play on to that, with you know, this is a game, so it's made for the kids. Oh, it has an E rating, and they don't really point out that it has all these other mechanics like that in there that are that the kid may end up, especially if, like Joe has experienced, a kid buying something on their Xbox without
1: <laughs> yeah. without, without them knowing it, just because they just click some buttons and oh, there you no. go. And what got they've, purchased? They made a purchase. James upgraded my Xbox Live membership to like their new Xbox whatever. Um uh I can't remember what it is, but like passport or whatever. Oh, and uh, and I was like, I got an email. Thank God I get email notifications. Like, uh, thank you for your purchase of this. And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? And so yeah, I, I I called my wife. I was like, hey, has James been playing around with the Xbox controller? <laughs> and she's like, uh, yeah, actually he has. Like, okay, she's like, why? I was like, I think he just upgraded my membership. <laughs> yeah. There was that
3: big news article like eight or ten years ago where a kid was playing an iPad game and it was like, "Oh, you, you want to buy some more of this stuff?" So mm-hmm. what he did was he went to his parent who was sleeping, got their thumb, and put it on the touch ID pad, <laughs> yep, and authorized the transaction and spent two thousand dollars. Oh my yep.
2: gosh! Yep, that was one of the ones that I that I looked up when I was researching some of the these. I, I saw one. Uh, this was from a couple of years ago. Somebody playing RuneScape, this is a an MMO from like the early 2000s. It's been around forever, and it's been pay all this time mm-hmm. up until about, what, five years ago, I think, when they went free to play. It went free to play with microtransactions, and this guy spent $62,000 oh, on this
0: game since it went free to play. I mean, that, that's yeah. just a problem. I mean, if if it weren't that, insane, he'd be addicted to something else and gambling his life away. So. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. hey at least yeah. it's that but they prey on
3: that. that again that's where it gets bad is that they're preying on that with the the confetti and, and that's where people are getting concerned Is hey, that... man, free will you know, <laughs> it's free will <real. laughs> we, we believe
0: in freedom here in America, Mark, we can't uh, dictate to people <laughs> what, what choices they can and cannot make, so uh, yeah, I don't oh. see this issue uh, going away anytime soon, in fact I think microtransactions are here to stay they're just kind of part of the landscape oh yeah, they're they're. They're far too lucrative. I think uh, education and uh, exposure uh, to them. The more people that get burned, the more they realize, uh, maybe I don't need uh, that extra skin, or uh, maybe I don't need to play as a Pona. If
1: you open your podcasting app right now and pay $5, we'll erase this podcast (laughs) from your list. That's right. (laughs)
0: Uh, All right. Well, uh, I think we've uh, talked about that as much as we can. So. There's, no, yeah, good idea. Good topic, Jay. Mark, uh, insightful, as always. You make way too much sense for this podcast. Uh, so we're banishing you from here on out. No, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, in fact, you are even welcome back next week if you would like, uh, as we will talk about um, something that I think we're all excited to talk about, which is co op games, because Valentine's Day is coming up. And uh, what better way to celebrate with your loved one? Uh, then uh, sit down in front of the TV and not interact with each other, but uh, <laughs> interact digitally. Uh, I, you know, I say that though. But yeah. Jen and I, some of the best uh, <laughs> times we have are uh, playing games together, playing some co-op games. Uh, that's that's when we first started dating. I took her on a date, went to the arcade, and uh, we we played Joust and Pac Man and a bunch nice. of two player games, and uh, really bonded over that. So, next week we're going to talk about uh, co-op games, games you can play. Uh, with somebody else simultaneously, uh, whether online or uh, IRL, as uh, we all grew up doing. Uh, so to hear that, you can subscribe to this podcast if you're not already. I don't know how you're hearing it if you're not, but uh, subscribe on 16bitgladiators.com. You can go there, we're going to have links... Uh, to all of our social networks, we've got links to our Facebook page, which is 16-bit Gladiators, obviously. Also, our Twitter handle, which is guess what? That's right, at 16-bit Gladiators. When you go to 16 bitgladiatorscom dot com, you'll also see all of our episodes there. I believe this is episode number what eight, seven, or eight, maybe. Uh, so we're we're still <laughs> yeah, new, we're still fledgling, so. uh, but with guests like these, uh, the future is only bright. So uh then for five ninety nine, you can buy the <laughs> season pass. That <laughs> comes with <right> the- a <laughs> <laughs> uh mark thank you so much for joining us mark you got any plugs where can people find you
3: um i'm hanging out on social media right now so mr mark zamora on twitter mr mark z on instagram and tiktok jay what about you
2: same as last week uh still planning on doing a, a 35th kind of celebration for some zelda and some metroid um and hopefully it'll be starting that i want to say probably next week
0: nice where can so, the listeners find you i well
2: did i update? yeah i updated it so 16-bit cerberus now on twitch um and there's also the 16-bit gladiators uh twitch channel that i'll be simulcasting to that um and then yeah just 8-bit cerberus on twitter and youtube and pretty much any other things reddit instagram things like that so all the socials
1: joe anything yeah. to plug for you um you could check out the geek roundtable podcast uh i've I've been on like the last three episodes uh talking about superheroes and mcu movies and uh all kinds of uh, movies that we uh that we like that most people don't uh i think it's still the uh i think this episode that's up the latest one is still the mcu one uh but coming up on february 10th uh, is their next episode talking about just superheroes in general and our favorite superheroes nice. and stuff like that and, nice uh, it's really man the, the, it's a fun group of people uh a revolving door uh of of just talented folks uh so check that out and uh you can check me out on Twitch playing some video games under the the name next wave Joe I almost forgot it. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> next wave joe on twitch Um you can see my video of taking out the predator on ghost recon wildlands mm. that was fun it took forever um and yeah i i think the the videos of me finishing up cold uh cold war uh, are on there now too cuz nice. i just did that.
0: Fun. Hey speaking of uh superheroes and marvel um i finally got into the WandaVision show on Disney Plus mm-hmm. and we watched uh, oh, all three yeah. episodes of that. Anybody else been watching that? Yeah,
2: not yet, but i i want to i want to start that Man, up. Man, what uh, a
0: weird kind of concept, but uh so far i'm i'm digging it. It's if you like sitcoms and you like
1: Marvel movies, uh, yeah.
0: you really kind of have to like both in order to enjoy. But uh I,
1: I, Actually, I, I know a lot of people that haven't watched many of the Marvel movies that watched WandaVision, and they're like, I really, I'm sure there's something I'm missing, but I love what they're doing. You don't really so, have to,
0: I think it's one mm-hmm. of the few where you don't really need to have engrossed yourself in the lore or even any of the movies. Um, mm-hmm. They they kind of give you what you need to know, and they're feeding little nuggets of mystery throughout the way, and uh, uh-huh. I, I, I I just wasn't prepared for it to be... A, 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 a 100% sitcom like the, yeah. they've they got the blocking and it's not even like a parody of a sitcom. Like they've got sitcom writing in there. Yeah. The jokes are genuinely yeah. funny. The performances yeah. are, are yeah. anything you would see on must see TV. They just throw see a little bit of Marvel magic there in the end too, with a, a little yeah. mystery. So yeah. I'm taking I'm it.
3: Jo- it's like era appropriate too like 60s, 70s, yeah. 80s. Yeah. Yes. It feels- it's really well done. I think, I think so. if you're,
1: if you're a huge Marvel fan, that's it's not going to benefit you i think it might actually ruin piecing things together because i think there's a lot of things that i think marvel fans are already going to recognize especially the book if people have read like um house of m uh they're they're already going to know what's happening and so i kind of envy people that are coming into it with a clean slate
0: you know i think you're kind of tapping into something though because i don't think jenna's enjoying it as much as i did because she's we're so hard up for marvel now you know with the the pandemic last year and black widow getting delayed over and over again like we mm-hmm. she's just you know salivating for some new marvel content and uh this isn't really scratching that itch for her, which is understandable but uh yeah maybe uh, uh captain america and the falcon and winter soldier whatever the fuck that show's called is that the next one up or is it loki i think falcon and the winter soldier is yeah, next yeah so uh, maybe that'll do it more than this one but uh for now i'm i'm digging it. WandaVision. I would say the last
3: episode teases up some good Marvel action. I think we're finally going to start getting there. Yes, I do Mm -hmm. believe you're right. Uh, So tune in next time when maybe we'll talk about WandaVision, but we'll
0: definitely be talking about some co-op video games uh, for you and your loved one this Valentine's Day. Uh, So once again, Mark, thanks for joining us. Great job. Joe, good seeing you again. Uh, Please never leave. And uh, Jay, as always, you are the rock, our foundation. (laughs) We'll see you next week for another episode of the 16 Big Gladiators. Thanks, guys.
1: Bye-bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? You've been listening
0: to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.